When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 476, Adventures in Planning a Budget Wedding, Part 1, by Kristen Wong of KristenWong.com. Happy Monday to you, old friend. I'm your host, Joss Marie, and welcome back to my show that helps you to optimize the relationships in your life. And today, I'm going to narrate a post by Kristen Wong on her experience with planning a budget wedding. If you're interested in more budgeting tips, be sure to check out our personal finance show too, Optimal Finance Daily. But for now, let's get right to the article and start optimizing your life. Adventures in Planning a Budget Wedding, Part 1, by Kristen Wong of KristenWong.com. Growing up, I never really pictured what my wedding would be like. I never thought about my dress. I never made a list of people I'd invite. I never thought about the music I wanted to play. So years later, it was interesting to find myself in a bakery deciding on a two- or three-tiered wedding cake. If you really want to plan a wedding on a budget, skip the wedding and elope, because a budget wedding will still run you several thousand dollars on the low end. My fiancé and I are projected to spend about $14,000. That's expensive, but it's a lot less than the $40,000-plus average for our area. The more we dig into the planning, the more attractive eloping seems. Here are some things we've done to plan a wedding on a budget. Number one, tackle the big wins. I like personal finance author Ramit Sethi's Big Wins Manifesto. In a nutshell, Sethi says that to get the best value of your time and money, you should focus your efforts on your biggest expenses. He writes, There are a few big wins in life where, if you simply get them right, you almost never have to worry about the small things. If you can focus on the 5 to 10 big wins rather than 50 little things, you can have an insurmountable edge in life. In other words, you'll save a lot more money with a cheap venue than with cheap flowers and centerpieces. The latter can still be expensive, but they're not nearly as expensive as venues that charge upwards of $4,000 for a single night. Our first order of business when it came to budgeting was pinpointing the largest wedding expenses, and these are typically 1. The venue or reception hall. This can vary quite a bit depending on where you live. So if you really want to save money, pick a city that's not super expensive like Los Angeles, San Francisco, or New York. Of course, it might be more expensive to travel elsewhere for your wedding, but if you live in a big city, you can probably cut costs by searching for venues in the outskirts of your city. Number two, food. We spent more time researching food than we did anything else, and that's because catering is such a huge expense. Eventually, we settled on a buffet-style taco bar, which was a good mix of tasty and affordable. And I'm really looking forward to those tacos. And number three, photographer. Wedding day photographs and videos don't come cheap, and as someone who has experience producing videos, I can completely understand this expense. It's not just running around with the camera for a few hours. You also pay for the editing, organizing, and pressure to get the perfect shots. We got lucky that we had a contact who gave us a great deal, which cut a lot of this cost. If there's any way you can save on this area, it's definitely a big win for your budget. Number two, prioritize your expenses. Planning a wedding on a budget is a lot like budgeting in general. 
To optimize your funds, you have to prioritize the things that matter to you most. And this is exactly what we did in the beginning. We listed the three wedding-related things that mattered to us most. For us, it was food, booze, and photography. We wanted everyone to eat and drink well, and we want to have awesome pictures to remember the day. Everyone's priorities are different, so others might focus on decor, venue, or dress. I don't know. The point is that prioritizing our expenses made it easy to weed out other costs. In fact, there were a lot of expenses we realized we didn't care about at all. Like, one, a band. We figured we can handle the music on our own. Plus, we have a lot of musician friends and family who I'm betting will want to provide entertainment themselves, whether my fiancé likes it or not. Two, invitations. I didn't want to pay for super expensive invitations that my family felt obligated to keep. I love seeing a beautifully made invitation, don't get me wrong. This just wasn't a priority for us. And three, a wedding ring. I already have a beautiful engagement ring, and I don't want to wear two rings, so we skipped this all together. I know, I know, tradition. But hey, it's our wedding. We can do whatever we want. Of course, we still put some effort into the other expenses, but when the issue of affordability came up, we would err on the side of our priorities. I won't lie, it gets stressful, especially if you're not a wedding person. Number three, accept offers to help. When we told people we were getting married, so many awesome friends and family offered to help. My cousins offered to help coordinate on the day. My parents offered to help set up. Another friend offered to do my makeup. People pay thousands for this kind of service. So if you have friends and family who genuinely want to be a part of your day and help out, say yes. Take them up on it. It'll save you a lot of headache. And as long as you're not an unbearable control freak, it'll probably be fun for them too. We've also been really lucky in that a few family members have offered to pay for booze, a DJ, and an extra hour at the venue. Of course, it's incredibly kind for people to offer their help and money, so I can't forget to get them a thank you gift, which just seems like the nice thing to do. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Adventures in Planning a Budget Wedding by Kristen Wong of kristenwong.com. So many of us have dreams of the perfect wedding without realizing just how much it can really cost. Furthermore, some of us feel pressured by family or even friends to have this grand wedding. If you're a bride-to-be listening to this episode, I hope Kristen's tips remind you to prioritize your expenses when it comes to this festive event in your life. Narrowing it down to three wedding-related things you and your partner really want will help you stay within an affordable budget. But with that, I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'm looking forward to sharing the rest of Kristen's practical tips with you tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.